Welcome to the Gratitude Cafe, positive radio to feed your soul. Your dynamic host and founder, Sue Lundquist, will bring you her own intuitive talents and gifts for co-creating, healing, and teaching. Her show, The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul, is focused on bringing you to a higher place each week where you can leave the hustle of life at the door. So pull up a chair and join us for The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul. I'm myself a cheerleader, Benny. How are you? Good morning, Sue. Doing well. Happy Tuesday. Thank you. It is a Tuesday. Mm -hmm. We are fully into January. Yeah, feels good. 2022, baby. It's epic already. (laughs) Are you so excited? It's a a, a a proper way of saying it, I should say. Momentum. Yes, there you go. Momentum. I wish I could see Brett. I don't know that he's got the goofiness that I do, but the energy's there and we're going to have a great conversation today. So welcome everybody. Good morning again, Benny. Good morning, Pacific Northwest. What's the weather doing there, love? Is everything Uh, great? It's just, yeah, great. Cloudy skies, nothing too crazy. Just typical day in Seattle. Yeah. Ask me what it's like out here, please. Where is it like where you are, Sue? It's sunny and blue sky. All right. Well, then we'll bring (laughs) you bring that back up here. (laughs) Ah, blessed morning. Good morning, everybody. And I know that Brent is in Las Vegas. So welcome, everybody. Welcome to the YouTube world. And of course, welcome to the radio world, Pacific Northwest, all of us and these listeners internationally live, and then all of our guests that are going to be tuning in later on in the podcast world, the sound clouds and all of that good stuff. I was making sure my, my phone was do not disturb. I had some funny things going on. So I had to, lots of energy bubbling today. All right. Welcome you guys. Sue Lundquist here, obviously the Gratitude Cafe. We have got a great guest today and you know, I really enjoy, and I, from, you know, I've been doing radio interviews and research and development, personal development, energy facilitation, all of this for, well, radio for over 12, personal development and coaching and all this for probably 20. You know, Benny, I thought about the first time that I actually sat down with my first coaching client, not really a client client. I was eight years old. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Eight years old. Cause I, I mean, I've always been a natural nurturer and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. However, there was a neighbor lady and there's a reason I'm telling you this cause it's just so cute, but, or, and I was sitting there, the neighbor lady, she just had a baby and she was frantic and panicky and freaking out. And I'm like, give me the baby. And that that started at eight. Give me the baby. So I calmed her down and the baby, the baby whisperer. I know. I love me some babies. Raised my three, kind of, sort of. They've spread in their wings. All right. We're going to jump into radio. We are going to be talking about, and, and Benny, this is, this, listen to this, MIT engineer, to facilitating energy healing. This is a really yummy conversation. Uh, and I, where I was going with all of this is the conversation. I love bringing on guests that have that contrast, that contrast between an MIT engineer and now going into or has been facilitating energy healing. In fact, he's healed himself. So let me do the formal bio and then we're gonna bring Brent on. And we're going to have a great conversation this hour. So Brent Michael Phillips was a successful MIT trained engineer 
who experienced a staggering physical challenge when his arm became immobile and frozen at the elbow after surgery. After a long battle of failed conventional and alternative treatments, Brent experienced a miracle when his elbow instantly healed from energy healing. Knowing his life path was fortuitous and altered, he then spent years studying the various master healers and spiritual teachers to discover and reverse engineering the scientific laws and principles underlying miraculous instant healings, manifesting prosperity, and even enlightenment. Welcome. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. This is great, Sue. Thank you so much. Okay, so uh, Brent, of course, I do the formal bio, but or and we would like to get to know you, your energy, your story, your why, how this all happened, right? Absolutely. And the first thing I want all the listeners to know is, oh my gosh, I never thought I'd be doing anything like this. <laughs> be doing energy healing, teaching people how to access higher consciousness, even reach into the higher dimensions. It sounds what crazy, is that, right? Yeah, it's, it seems kind of crazy because growing up, I was just a total computer nerd. I loved Dungeons and Dragons and Star Wars and Star Trek. And I ended up at college at MIT. And it's kind of funny that, to hear it today, but that's where I discovered the internet. And at I MIT. fell in love at MIT, but it was back in the 80s. No one had ever heard of the internet, right? And I get to get to campus and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's this whole worldwide computer network. And I saw this as a technology that would really change everything. And it has. And so long story short, I was so excited about the, the internet, I became a specialist in network programming. I got my bachelor's degree from MIT, went on to graduate school. And in graduate school is when it really got interesting, because that's when MIT landed the World Wide Web Consortium. And I was actually part of the group that wrote the foundation of what today is the modern internet. So I was so excited about this in uh, 1994. It was me and a couple of my lab mates we sent the first ever live audio and video stream over the World Wide Web. So we were doing this really cool stuff. And I figured, well, hey, this is going to be great. I'll leave MIT, move to California, start an internet company, work really hard for a couple of years, and then retire and sell it for millions of dollars, and then maybe go live on a tropical island, spending my days hot tubbing <laughs> at supermodels, right? <laughs> total engineer nerd, total. Yeah, so that, that yeah. was my plan. And it, all, it got off to a pretty good start. When I left MIT, I started a website company. And it's kind of funny. Did you know the very first website I created in my life was the website for the launch of the Sony PlayStation in the summer of 1995? Oh, for heaven's sakes. So we were doing this really cool stuff. We did the first website for Nissan Motors. We did the website for Disneyland. We had all these great Fortune 500 clients. After a year, I had 15 people working for me. We even started a second project to build on my research at MIT to create what today we call the world's very first metaverse. It was a video game called Underlight, released in the 90s. And I really thought I was going to be king of the world. But well, it sounds like you were right there. I was so close, I could taste it. But as they, they say today, I got rugged. The, the, the world pulled the rug out from under me. And it started with my health because during the startups, I want everyone to know I wanted to be successful more than anything. I was so driven, so ambitious. I was willing to work as hard as I needed to. And so uh, I was at the office 60, 70, even 80 hours a week. 
I went two years with no vacations, no weekends, no holidays, no breaks. Mm. And my body started to break down. At first, it started with stiffness and pain, little tingles. But within a few months, it was full-fledged chronic pain. I was in so much pain that I, I had a 10-minute drive to work. I'd have to stop in the middle and rest because holding the steering wheel was too painful. I had to move in with my parents because even things like getting dressed or cutting my food, I some days needed help with. So I wasn't too concerned at first because I'm like, hey, you know what? I have a little bit of pain. I'll go to the doctors. They'll know what to do, right? Right. Well, long story short, I spent three years in conventional therapy. I ended up at the Curlin Job Clinic, which is the top physical therapy clinic in California where all the Olympians and professional athletes go. And I was there for three-hour sessions, three, day, three days a week. And I didn't get better. I got worse. Mm. I got down to the, to the point where I could only spend maybe an hour or two a day on the keyboard. And th th this was really stressful. But after three years of therapy, I finally got an appointment to see the head doctor at Curlin Job. And I thought, wow, this guy's going to know what to do, right? He'll be able to cure me. And <laughs> I was so excited about it. I marked it on my calendar. It, it was like when I turned 16, I got my driver's license. I was like counting the days, right? Putting X's right. on my calendar. Right. And I thought, I'm going to get my life back. So I walk into his office and he's there sitting behind a big desk. I could see he had some of my medical files and scans in front of him. And I'm thinking, what, what are we going to do, right? How are you going to cure me? And he just adjusted his glasses and said, well, I'm sorry, son, but there's nothing I or any doctor can do for you. You're always going to be in pain. You'll never be able to work again. Wow. And I was so stunned. I, I literally could not speak. I had no words. And the last thing he said, as he showed me out of his office was, son, I'm going to put you on lifetime disability now so you can get rid of it, so you can get used to it. Is there someone that can take care of you until you die? And, oh, that's awful. Yeah. And, and I was put on lifetime disability and literally sent home to die when I was 27 years old. And, okay. There's a huge lesson in metaphor in this that we're going to have that conversation too. But please continue. Yep. So to, to make a long story very short, <clears throat> I was depressed. I started drinking a lot, using drugs, uh, wanted to kill myself. But I was lucky that I had a friend of mine turn me on to positive thinking and alternative medicine. And they said, hey, Brent, we know that the doctors can't help you. Maybe positive thinking and alternative medicine can help. And of course, today we call it law of attraction. Back in the 90s, we called it positive thinking, and it's all the same stuff, right? So long story short, I spent the next five years as this gung-ho alternative medicine positive thinking warrior, right? I'm going to masterminds and jumping on the stage, vision boards, power words on my wall, doing all this stuff, acupuncture, herbs, detox, cleanses, special diets, magnets, lasers, you name it, right? Five years of treatment. I didn't get better. I got worse. And it was so frustrating. Now, we can circle back. I learned years later why that was. Yeah. But at the time, it was so frustrating. And so, again, long story short, I agreed to have an experimental surgery because I was so desperate. I would try anything to try to get out of pain to get my life back. So I had the surgery. And, and at this point, you're like 30, right? Yeah. At this point, I was uh, 31. Okay. And I had the surgery. And after the surgery, I woke up and my arm was paralyzed. I couldn't use my right arm at all. 
And so this was a whole new level of disability. Before I was in a lot of pain, but I could most of the time dress myself and drive around with a lot of breaks. Now I, I was almost helpless. And my arm was paralyzed for, for almost six months. I tried all these manipulations and treatments. The thing that, that pulled my butt out of the fire, it was so crazy. My aunt Lauren recommended I go see this crazy healer lady named Terry. Crazy healer lady. Yep. I love it. Come that, that's, on. That's how she, <laughs> that's how I saw her. Yeah. Because uh, Terry had been really successful in finance. She was a Wharton School MBA, super smart sort of the stereotypical New York City career girl, right? Talked 100 miles an hour, made tons of money. And she had a major health crisis that almost killed her. And energy healing literally saved her life. And so she built a business as a full-time energy healing practitioner. And so I went to see her. And honestly, I didn't expect much, right? Mm. I, I went to go see her. She invited me in. She talked to me about the power of the subconscious mind and how subconscious blocks can ruin our lives and said, don't worry, Brent, we're going to clear some subconscious blocks on you. And we're, we're going to take care of your arm. I'm like, yeah, lady, right? You and what army, right? <laughs> so we spent Mind an hour you're already dealing with the frustration over these. Of years. course, right? Yes, of course. And, and so we spent about an hour. She asked me questions. She showed me how to check myself for subconscious blocks. We did this clearing. We talked about my childhood and what had happened with my best friend. Um, my first marriage that didn't work out. I mean, it was all this interesting stuff, but I'm like, okay, lady, it's all well and good to talk about your feelings, but that's not why I'm here, right? I'm here because I've been in pain for the last eight years and I can't move my arm. Yes. And I didn't see how talking about my feelings was going to help. But anyhow, she did all this subconscious block clearing. At the end of the hour, she said, okay, dear, we're going to take care of your arm now. And she kind of closed her eyes, went into a trance. And about a minute later, I felt this pop and a loud crack in my right elbow. Wow. And I was like, whoa. And I kind of jumped up out of my chair. I'm like, wow, what was that, right? And I remember Terry laughed a little bit. She smiled and opened her eyes and said, okay, dear, let's try your arm again. And I, I could not believe it, but I could move my arm again mm. without, without any pain. And it was so shocking because I never in a million years expected that to happen. I expected I'd sit and do a bunch of new agey stuff for an hour. And to be fair, I had seen like <laughs> Reiki healers and pranic healers and done a lot of alternative stuff, but nothing helped at all. And I went to see this crazy healer lady and an hour later, my elbow went pop and I got my life back. I, and I, I remember crazy healing lady. Healing yeah. Lady. Yeah. And, and I looked at her, I'm like, Terry, I don't know what you just did. Can you please teach me this? Yeah. And she was like, no problem, Brent. We, we got a class coming up next month. And so that was the moment that this diehard software engineer nerd became an energy healing practitioner and a spiritual teacher and got my ent entirely new life. Wow. How are you doing now, Brent? <laughs> well, you know, to, to be fair, I want to be honest with everyone because there's a lot of people in the self-improvement world that will blow smoke up your butt. Oh, and totally. I'm going to tell the truth. The truth is it was a life-changing miracle, but it's not like all my problems were solved in an hour. No. Right. That's not had, the real world. That's not the real world that's right. either. I still had a lot of pain. I was going through a divorce. I had still lost millions of dollars. Uh, this was whole drama. My lifelong best friend betrayed me, stole the company from me. 
uh, ended up dating the woman I was in love with. I mean, I could go on and on with all the things that happened. There was cancer, there was migraines, there was a car accident that killed a woman I was dating. I mean, I could go on and on of all, all that stuff. But so it's not like my life was perfect. However, it gave me hope and it gave me a path forward. Yes. And that's what I really want the listeners to hear. There's always hope. You never know when that life-changing miracle is right around the corner. It would have been the easiest thing in the world for me to cancel on Terry, to go, you know what? I've done this stuff before. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of money. Nothing helps. And gone right back to disability and pain. Right. But for whatever reason, I took the risk. And after I experienced this miracle, I dedicated myself to learning and mastering this stuff. And it's kind of funny because at first I was arrogant about it. I figured, well, heck, I had a perfect 5.0 straight A GPA in the most difficult major at the most competitive university on the planet. Near perfect test scores, awards, I could go on and on, right? Right. How hard could it be to learn energy healing? <laughs> and so... Uh, I'll let everyone know. There's a lot in there. There's yeah. a lot in that question, right? Yeah. Oh, wow. Long story short, I was terrible. I was the worst of the worst. Sue, did you want to take a guess as to why I was so awful? Even well, I'm though I let you go ahead and answer that. I one. crushed the academic world. I mean, I didn't just go to MIT. I left it a smoking ruin in my wake, right? Mm -hmm. Well, it's because I was totally stuck in my mind in the ego. Mm -hmm. I was totally in my head. All I saw was ego. Yes. And I was so in my head that I didn't even realize I was in my head. And let's, as a disclaimer though, Brent too, and you'll know we can have this conversation, the, e the ego plays its place. I mean, there, and you know, when I started off the conversation with our interview today, there is that contrast, right? There's Absolutely. a reason you dove into MIT and there's a reason you, you know, excelled in that environment. And now there's a reason, I mean, the whole metaphor of how you've created this life, you know, from MIT and crushing it to then, you know, creating an environment of contrast and some traumas. And it's all learning to me. I use those as words, as adjectives to just to describe, right? But look what you've created. You're right. And it's, it's interesting in the world of awakening, oh. of deep spiritual study, there's a saying that the ego is a terrible master, but a wonderful servant. <laughs> yeah. And that's a lot of what I learned that I want to share with people. The See? trouble is this with the modern world. There's an old Zen joke that goes something like this. There's two old, there's two young fish and an old fish swimming around in the ocean. And the old fish swims up to the young fish and says, Oh boys, how's the water today? And the two young fish look at each other and goes, who is this crazy guy? And what the heck is water? The story, this moral of the story being fish don't know they live don't in know water. That they're in water. Yes. Why? Don't know. It's, it's all they've ever known. Yep. They're born yep. in water. They grow up, live and die in water. Yes. So they don't even know it's there. Yep. That's the trouble with the ego and the mind in our modern culture. They're so pervasive. We're like fish that don't know they live in water. Yes. Humans don't know that they're living in ego. And well, ego, hey, Brent, I'm going to just segue into that conversation with, with your journey too, is so much strife. I have to struggle in order to achieve. And part, that's part of the ego, right? I have to, it, this has to be hard. That's right. Right. And so and it doesn't. I, that's right. 
<laughs> and really I, used, I used to believe that. And that's exactly what I got. Yeah. Yeah. You, what, got, you, you believed it and you got it and you worked hard and what, a, I don't know, hundreds of hours, thousands of hours over and overdoing it with your body at 27 years old, it's falling apart, right? Yep. That's right. I remember when I was, I think 29, 30 going on my long five-year journey, trying to find an answer. I went to see a doctor who did a, a whole ass a body assessment on me. And he said, Brent, you have the body of a 54-year-old. Wow. <laughs> From all the stress I'd been through, all the trauma, all the pain. Right. And it's because I saw the world as adversarial, that I had to go out and struggle and work and make things happen. Now, Brent, do you think, and I'm going to stereotype, it's just an adjective to describe as the question, uh, it, but it's going to come across as, as, as stereotyping. Because, in, well, let me just say it and then we'll work through it. I think men or masculine, they have that tendency to chew on that a little bit more, although things are evolving and changing. Can we have that conversation? How do we sure. talk to those individuals that are in the situation that you're at right now and go, hey, 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 you know, because if, if you're like you said, the analogy with the fish, you're in the water, you don't know that you're in the water. How do we provide that loving, compassionate awakening for them just to kind of be that squeaky wheel? Yeah, it's a great question. Okay. And here, here's the, the challenge we run into is most of the answers we get in life aren't fulfilling because we're asking the wrong questions. Yes. So as one example, people will say to me, Brent, what do I need to do to be successful, right? Should I start a company? Should I take a job? Should I buy cryptocurrency? Should I buy real estate? Tell me what to do. The problem is that's the wrong question. Mm -hmm. The right question is, who should I be? Mm. And when we focus on that, then the doing this and the action flows naturally from your beingness. And this is one of the aspects of the sort of traditional law of attraction, positive thinking that they get right. That in order to become wealthy, to be successful, to be happy, to be healthy, you don't just do things, you need to be something. Mm. it's like saying well what do i need to do to be happy well Most it's people... being in the it's being in the now and learning from the now sure. right and and having a different pair of glasses on as i like to say yeah many people would say oh to be happy i have to have more money or a better house or a better car or a better job or whatever it is right tell me what to do to get the things i need to be happy the trouble is that's backwards Happiness is not about getting what you want. Happiness is about wanting what you get. Mm. And the, the challenge is when we approach that from the traditional viewpoint of the ego and the world's out there, we have to go make our way in it. It leads to a lot of struggle and a lot of failure. And I would just encourage the listeners to ask yourself, well, if the way you've been living your whole life is working beautifully for you, please keep doing it, right? But if it's not, maybe you need to make a change. And that yeah. not is the example that Brent gave you of the things that had happened to him, that not. So again, going to the analogy with the fish in the water, you know, you don't, you've always been that way. You don't know that you're actually in the water. So for those of you, you know that something's not quite feeling right, or you have a body ailment, you know, chronic fatigues, um, anxiety, you know, Brent, give me some other examples of body 
things that happen to give them some kind of idea that says, oh, wait a minute, there's a red flag. And mind you, when the body is being affected, you've already had the emotions for quite a while. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and the, the thing is, it works differently than what we think. Mm. As an example, one of the reasons I had such a horrible time with my health was I learned many years later, I had contracted Lyme disease when I was a senior in college on a camping trip. Oh, interesting. And I had chronic Lyme for 17 years. And the energy of Lyme disease is that nothing works for me and nobody can help me. Mm. And that's exactly what I experienced with all my issues. I went through three years of conventional therapy, followed by five years of alternative before I found Terry. And even that didn't solve all my problems. It just got me on the right track, right? Oh, wow. And, and so here's how it works. It wasn't like everything was just hunky-dory and I happened to get bit by a tick and then all of a sudden nothing worked for me. That's not how it goes. It was the opposite. I was already running that energy inside of me. That's why I attracted the tick and got Lyme disease. Because the fact is, there were several friends of me with me on that camping trip. Why is it that I got Lyme disease and none of them did? Why is it that I went to so many doctors, healers, therapists, etc.? I mean, not just one or two, dozens, maybe close to 100. And nobody could help me. Now, Brent, really quick, I want to remind the audience what you just said. You had already created that belief system, that energy that you had already created that in your life, in your lifestyle, in your body. That's Hence, right. It was attracted to you even more so. Yes. Yes. And okay. Well, with that, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We're going to continue this conversation over at YouTube. So if you would like to join us over there, please just go to YouTube and type in 1150. We've got about three minutes over there when we take a commercial break from our radio world. Love you guys to bits. We'll be back in just a couple minutes with Brent Michael Phillips. And we are going to continue talking about that discernment, that contrast, MIT to facilitating energy healing. Sue Lundquist here with the Gratitude Cafe. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Dr. Joe Dispenza. I wanted to take a moment and let you know about a nonprofit organization called Give to Give. The Give to Give Foundation was created by a group of people who have studied my work or have participated in my workshops around the world. And by applying the principles of mind over matter and the mind-body connection, they've created outstanding changes in their lives or in their health, and they wanted to give back. The organization is dedicated to providing the proper resources to those people in need to gain the opportunity to learn exactly how to change their body or their lives. If you want to learn more about the Give to Give Foundation, or you know someone that needs help, or you simply want to make a donation, visit givetogive.com. Those who give don't always know how to love. Those who love always know how to give. Thank you. Hey guys, Sue Lundquist here with the Gratitude Cafe. Yes, that's positive radio to feed your soul. You know what? Give me 20 minutes and I'm going to give you a lifetime of change. 
learn to manage your mind. It's just you, just version 2.0. You hear me say it on the radio, new thoughts, new ideas, new perspective, and it's a new you. Let's have a conversation and stop your spinning. 206-300-2227. Alternative Talk 1150. It's good for what ails you. This statement has not been evaluated by the FDA. now our energy's kind of subsided and we're now in coherence here. <laughs> we are live on the radio. If you would like to see us on YouTube, we'd love to do that too. You can just go to YouTube 1150 and uh, type in 1150 and you're going to see us live there as well. For those on the podcast world, SoundCloud world, thank you so much. Remind all of you, five-star, six-star rating. What is it? Five-star, four-star? I want more than that. I think we deserve more than that. All the big stars, <laughs> the big stars of it. All right, welcome back. Uh, we have been talking to Brent Michael Phillips and from MIT engineer to now facilitating energy healing. And some of the things that he was saying earlier at the, at the top of the hours, he's going to speak the truth. It's not an easy journey. It's really not. Uh, and really deciding what that journey is for you. And, and we had also obviously learned about his journey his uh, physical ailments, working through going to the energy facilitators, the regular doctors, the other doctors, and then the crazy energy healer. That, was it your aunt? No, your sister? My, my aunt. Your aunt. Had worked with this uh, woman, Terry. They, they, had, Terry. they had been best friends. They had their first job together in finance in downtown LA at Arco Tower. That's what it was. Okay, and they Terry. had been best friends for like 20 years at this point. And then Terry kind of went off the deep end of the new age pool. Hey, now. <laughs> quit her job one day and went off and hung a shingle as a healer. And it was amazing. She changed lives. I'm so glad she did. Right? Right. It's, it is. And we all have, if you are in the belief system and the philosophy of where I live and have my lifestyle, we create the environment that we are showing up. There's things that our soul is learning. We are attracting so when you make that choice, again, the language that you used and to ask those people when you feel that you're in strife, if there's anything that you take away from this radio show today, other than Brent Michael Phillips, who should I be? How should I be showing up? That is the number one question that you should be asking, right? And during yes. the break, 
at YouTube, you said, hey, if you want to love, if you want to partner, if you want to J-O-B, if you want to be an entrepreneur, how are you showing up? That's right. And I want to give answers right now. Please. I'm going to give a two-part answer. Okay. This is not as simple as we'd like it to be. No. The first part is metaphysical. The second part is spiritual. And they're both important. So let's talk about the metaphysical answer first, because this is easier to understand. To this, some, because <laughs> I've been doing this for a few years now, and then the whole metaphysical conversation, people go, twing. Well, you know, uh, honestly, my superpower is I wasn't born a great healer, but my superpower is I can take these very difficult concepts and make them really easy. And dissect it. So here we go. Yeah. Here's how your life really works. <clears throat> You are running code, programs, energy inside of you that's creating all the experiences on the outside. Yep. And it's kind of funny that I was a software engineer because the human life is very much like the computer, the cell phone. Totally. It's pretty simple, right? You got your hardware, right? You got your physical device, your screen, your keyboard, whatever. And then you have the software. And the human life is just like that. The body is the hardware. And the mind is the software. Yes. And we have a program for every area of our life. So every one of us, you have a program inside of you for how much money you're making. You have a program inside of you for your health. If you have pain, your relationships, how happy you are, everything is a program inside of you. And just like on my computer here. I got a program to browse the web. I got a program to watch videos. I got a program for email. I got a bunch of games, right? I'm still a gamer. You have games? What? I have games, yes. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I still love my video games. Mm. And Good. what program you run determines what shows up on the screen. It's pretty simple, right? Right. Our lives work the same way. The trouble is most of us, the way we approach our lives is totally backwards. Back in the 90s, there was a blonde joke that circulated that went something like this. How do you know a blonde has been using your computer? Well, the screen is covered with black marker and whiteout. Oh, my gosh. So Stop. that's kind of funny, right? <laughs> now, apologies. Like Look at that, of course. Yeah. It gets yeah. me every time. Gets me every yeah. time. Now, of course, it's funny because we all know that drawing on your monitor is not going to fix your program. But that's exactly how we live our lives. And we wonder why it doesn't work. Yeah. Right. I saw this article on the internet a few years ago. It was saying, <clears throat> blaming the millennials, the reason they're struggling to buy their first homes is they're spending too much money on Starbucks and avocado toast. I'm like, really? It's not that simple, right? That's the media. Ugh. Yeah. It's nonsense. Yeah. And so, but that's how we're trying to live our lives. Tell me what to do. Tell me what to buy. Tell me where to work. Big pill mentality. That's right. Yep. And you're going to run around in circles getting nowhere. Why? You're not changing the code. You're not changing who you are in the inside. Right. So the metaphysical piece is learning to work with that energy. <laughs> learning that we have all these beliefs inside of us, that the mind, the subconscious especially, is just a giant computer. It's just a big biological computer. And it runs code. And maybe you were taught when you were little that you have to be poor to be close to God or that you oh. have to work hard to be happy. All those subconscious or you have the iceberg to, beliefs. That's oh. right. You have to have a job to make money. And it goes on and on. Well, that's what's creating your life. 
And if you want to change the way your program's running, please stop drawing on the monitor. Stop trying to work harder and sacrifice and figure it out. Instead, look at the code. Look at what's on the inside. Get into the subconscious. Really quick, right there. And, I, and I'm, I'm from a masculine, because I've had these conversations with, with other people, uh, men specifically. Well, I don't have that luxury. They shake it off like, I don't have that luxury. Of course. That's because that you do. It's because right. you're, they're creating the, the situation of not having the luxury. Exactly. And there's denial a, and ego and all that stuff right. mixed in there, right? And it's funny. I remember, I think it was a Chris Rock movie. He had a line that went something like this. Why is it so many of us are working two jobs just to have enough money to be broke all the time? Oh. And that's the situation a lot of us are in. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's your job. Maybe it's childcare. Maybe it's parents. Maybe it's your health. Maybe it's addiction. There's all these things going on. What we want to recognize is some part of us on the inside is creating and attracting it. Yep. And just and like so let's audience put a pin in that. Did you hear that somewhere, somehow inside of you? Yes. It is attracting what is happening. So again, ask your question, just like Brent was saying, who should I be? How am I showing up? What am I attracting? That whole thing. That's right. Go ahead. The good news is, it's very easy to learn how to work with this. That it's your first step into what I call higher dimensional living. That there are higher dimensions around us that are invisible to us. And this is not just philosophy or new age. This is hard science. So do you say higher or um, larger frequency? And I, and I use those words specifically because people get wrapped up in the well, they're bigger, better, greater. When it's not that, it's just the That's frequency right. is just a higher frequency, like an oscillating fan. Sure. When I'm there's talking both. about that, yeah, go ahead. There's both. There are higher and lower frequencies as well as uh, more dimensions. And the, the thing is, most of us get stuck in this four-dimensional reality of physicality and have no idea that we can go past it, just like the fish that don't know they live in water. Exactly. Fish have no idea that there's dry land and air and outer space out there. They assume everything is water. And this is why I said earlier, you never know when your life is going to change. You never know when there's a miracle around the corner. We're all stuck in flatland. There was a great story written in the 19th century called flatland. And in flatland, all the people are shapes living in a flat world. It's two-dimensional. The people mm. are squares and hexagons. And they run around and live and work and play in a flat world. And one of them discovers the third dimension. He learns how to go up and down to access the neural pathway and the energy. That's right. All of it, right? Because you don't know what you don't know. That's right. And suddenly th this, this one flatlander can move up and down and can do amazing, miraculous things. And th this is what I want everyone to know. Your life is like this. You've just been stuck in flatland not knowing where to look to break out. Right. And as an example, let's say we're in flatland and we come up to a line that goes for a million miles in either direction. Well, you can't get past that, right? You're stuck. Well, if you know about the third dimension, you can hop over it. One step and you're past it. I think right there in that moment, let's dissect that just a little bit because I know not only from my, my journey, my personal experience in coaching and doing this whole radio, there is so much opportunity on the other side of fear, that unknown. 
ask the question. Just, just ask the question wherever it is. Just say, oh, interesting. How do I want to be? How do I want to show up? What is this teaching me? That's right. And what I would love to teach everyone that wants to learn is how to access this ability, right. how to discover and start reaching into these higher dimensions and using them. <laughs> that it's funny. Some people will ask me sometimes, hey, Brent, do you believe in God? And I will laugh. I'll go, I believe in God and spirit for the same reason I believe in my car. Why do I believe in my car? Well, I can take it places, right? It does things for me. And so the higher dimensions, the spiritual realm is like that too. It is a technology though. And that's what people need to know. It's not just sit around in ohm and expect everything to be perfect. (laughs) There is a very precise and rigorous technology that must be applied. And fostering that, guys. It's not just a one-fits-all, mind you, and it's not a one-time-all. You have that becomes your lifestyle. It's your life, how you act, how you make choices. It's the foundation. Go ahead, Bram. That's right. If you want to improve your body, you can't just go to the gym one time and expect miraculous results. Why? It doesn't work that way, right? (laughs) It's not how it works. If you want to learn to play guitar, you can't just go to one guitar camp and expect to shred like Eddie Van Halen. Right. It's just, that's not how it works. And, and so what we can learn is very easily how to escape this four-dimensional prison we're stuck inside. We can learn how to check our, ourselves for subconscious blocks. That I'll teach on my live Healathon webinar for anyone that wants to learn it. We can learn how to access this power of the subconscious. You can learn how to change your code. None of these things is very difficult. All of these things can be learned in a couple hours, but there is a process to it. It's like building an airplane. Sue, would you want to fly in an airplane that's only 98% correct? (laughs) No, of course not, right? Right. It's like, oh, it's fine. We're just missing a window. It's like, no. I know. That's a big problem, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to live your life that way, love and bless you, but I, I want it yeah, all. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And the trouble with a lot of manifesting mind power, prayer work is people don't realize how technological it is. I would that agree. If you're building an airplane, there's a lot of things you have to get right. Yeah. Just one of them that you're missing, the plane either won't fly or it's going to crash. Both are bad. There's a whole lot of boxes that have to be checked. So accessing the higher dimensions is like that. There's a technology to it, a process. And just like when I worked in software, when I built my metaverse, the Underlight game, it was over 100,000 lines of code in seven different languages running on three different platforms in real time. So really complex, right? So complex. (laughs) (laughs) One semicolon in the wrong place, the whole thing goes down. Wow. Look at your journey, Brent. Look at this. So it it is fragile in that sense. Yeah. So I want people to know you might have it 90% right already, especially those of you that have been into self-improvement. If you've done the inner work, if you've contacted your inner child, if you've done these things, learned how to use the power of your mind, you might be 90% there already. Mm. And there could just be one or two little things that you're missing that then it clicks and, and comes into place. And then your life can really start to take off. I love it. it and as you say that, it's a... It all comes into place. Like yep. I, you know, and I totally 
everything that you're saying, I totally get it. And it totally aligns. I, I think there needs to be a conversation about, and, and it's something that I teach and in my niche of where I am, because I break down, like you were talking about, I, I personally break down the Rubik's Cube of personal development above and beyond energy healing, the Tony Robbins of the world, the Dr. Joe Dispenza's of the world, all of these great thought leaders and people that are standing in the ring teaching us, right? You have to go back to basics. You have to first have the awareness that there is something going on, that you are the fish in the water or you're not, right? Then it's the, the momentum and it's the clarity of how you want to show up. It's that clarity. It's that foundational piece. Just be, and, and having the external 3D, oh, that looks awesome. I want to play that guitar. Do you really? Or is it your ego, something wanting? So get really clear on how you want to show up, how your program is going to start with the dots and the eyes. I don't know how to talk <laughs> to you, but yeah, I'm sure you understand what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And, and so figuring out just, your program. That's right. So this is the metaphysical piece metaphysical. learning how to be human, learning how to use the power of your mind, learning to access the subconscious, learning to do healings, to manifest, to attract things to you. And there is a, there is a technology to it. Like any technology, there's usually a lot of wrong ways that don't work and one or two right ways. I want to help you dial into that quickly and easily. So tell me about your live healathon. So for those that would like to experience a little more, I do live web, uh, healathon webinars several times a year. In fact, for those watching, listening live today, I have one coming up just next week. And in the healathon, I'm going to walk you through a lot of this. I'm going to take you on a tour of the seven sacred tools of higher dimensional living and show you these secrets that no one else teaches. I will show you how to get to a theta brainwave. I will show you how to check yourself for subconscious blocks. I'm going to walk everyone through subconscious block clearing during the webinar. We're also going to have an open Q&A period, and I'm going to be offering free healings to everybody that attends. So it's, it's a no-brainer. Because I don't want necessarily anyone to believe anything I say just because I say it. Right. I want you to come and have your own experience. I want you to have your own experience and see for yourself. This is real. This is new. And this is different. And a lot of it will blow your mind. Because up to this point, we've only talked about the metaphysical. So let me just very quickly dip the toe in the water to the spiritual. There's a lot of great self-improvement out there. That will say, you're a powerful being, you can have what you want, you can create your life in a new way. And that's great. No one stops to ask, what is the you? What exactly is this you that has all that power? And this was the whole second half of my journey into spirit. We don't have time to get deep into it here. But long story short, I learned how to be a professional healer from Terry. Mm -hmm. I built a business. I got off disability. I, I created a life. I overcame a divorce and a heartbreak, started dating, made new friends. But then my life cratered again. I lost everything. I went bankrupt. And I was nearly homeless. And the day after my bankruptcy, I met my late mentor, Carl. And he introduced me to the world of awakening and really third generation technology of learning to understand what is the nature of consciousness? How does it work? Where does it come from? Where does it go? How do we get more consciousness back into our body? How do we reconnect ourselves to this 
life force essence that's out there, what we call the quantum field. Some would call that chi or ki or prana, the divine magic spirit. And uh, for better or for worse, I'm the only person on the planet he ever gave permission to teach and practice this work. Mm -hmm. So there's a whole nother level beyond everything we've talked about here. And we're going to get into a little of that on the Helicon webinar. That many people that attend, I have a quantum field meditation process I'll do with you live. Most people on the first time start to see energy and auras with their open eyes. Nice. So it's really opening the door to a whole nother level of consciousness that most of us don't even know is there. And I think it's important that we have that conversation. What you just were talking about, Brent, is you opening the door and giving right. them a new neural pathway to understand, to see it and go, oh, okay, have the awareness, get clear on it, and then get the education that you're also providing. That's right. And for me, the spiritual work was the last piece that clicked into place. That's when I started to make real money. <laughs> That's when I finally found love. That's when I got mm -hmm. past the struggle and the suffering. And it wasn't an overnight journey. I wish it had been, right? <laughs> it took a lot of work, a lot of practice, a lot of time, a lot of money, just like anything in life, right? Mm -hmm. If you want to be a master guitar player, it's going to take a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of work, right? Right. If you want to have a, be a bodybuilder and have an amazing body, it's going to take a lot of time, a lot of work, a lot of money, right? Yeah. But the payoff is enormous. That when I did his intensive life training 10 years ago, uh, I more than tripled my income within the next year. Mm. And so it's, it's one of these things that you look at it up front, you go, wow, it's a lot of work, but the, the payoff is so huge. I mean, there's nowhere it's, I can't even begin to think of how difficult life would be without these things that I've learned. Wow. And I feel really bad for people that haven't had the opportunity to learn it. That most people live and die trapped in a prison of their mind and their ego. So would you say that that is your why that is your, your momentum that is you, you want to teach all of these people, these tips and tools I do. to better themselves. Th right? That is my superpower. I yeah. love to teach. And, and to break it down so they can yep. understand it, break down the program to, to understand, make it really easy, step by really step, right? And that's what I love because I am always on that search for the practicality and break it down. I don't need a Rubik's cube. I'm in fight or flight. I'm freaking out. I don't, sure. I'm still in the water. I don't know what I don't know, right? Hang on, hang on. One, two, three little bits, right? It's the practicality yeah. of it. And, and also giving it into spoon bites, but with love and compassion too. There's no judgment. It's, this isn't an ego thing because again, just like in your twenties, you were driven in that ego. There's that mindset and that mentality. It's yeah. not what, where we're at at all when we're teaching this, That's leave right. that at the door, brothers and sisters. Yep. And it can be a challenge, <laughs> but I would love for everyone to have their own experience for yes. everyone listening on the radio. You can just hop over to my website at awakeningdynamics.com. Awakeningdynamics.com. So just go to awakeningdynamics.com. There should be a big button with an arrow to register for the Helathon for free. And I would love to be your guide into the higher dimensions to show you aspects of yourself and life in the universe that have been there the whole time. Mm -hmm. But most of us have no idea what to look for, or how to work with it. Because one thing that really drives me is ever since I was a little boy, it really bothers me when there's unnecessary suffering mm. that people suffer where it's not needed. Sometimes there's necessary suffering, right? <clears throat> if you want to lift weights and get really strong, you're going to be sore. 
but I can live with that because it's building to an important goal. But I see so much unnecessary suffering out there. People struggling with money, people that are lonely, stuck in a bad marriage, dealing with addiction, dealing with physical pain, diseases, all these things going on. And it bothers me because I know that many, most of those things can be solved relatively easily. We just have to get out of our own way, get out of the prison of the mind and be open to these higher dimensional solutions. Mm. I and, love that. Then there's, is it a Buddha or a, there was some quote, I'm going to probably butcher this a bit, but you'll get what I'm saying. Um, two teachers, they're walking along the street and the young one finds a big gold bullion, right? And they're, they're talking about picking it up and, and the elder says, no, leave it. And he's like, no, 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 let's show it to everybody so they can pick it up too. They don't see it. I guess where I'm going with that is even if it's a gold bullion where you know the value, you know the worth, mm -hmm. there's so many people out there that aren't going to see that, right? That's right. Two and minutes to go. Let's remind you, go ahead, but I also want to remind awakeningdynamics.com, sure. but go ahead. Yeah. So one of my teachers used to say that most people don't want real freedom. They just want to build a bigger prison for their ego to roam around in. Because they're addicted to the chemicals that they're, are released right. because they're getting a charge. I know, so I know. I would love everyone to get off that treadmill. Yes. Find your peace, find your freedom. And I hope you can join us for this Helathon webinar. I'm going to lay it all out for you step-by-step, step, walk you into the higher dimensions, show you how to check for subconscious blocks, do some clearings, turn your on, on your ability to see energy and aura with your open eyes and give you a free healing. So just hop mm -hmm. over to awakeningdynamics.com click the button and you're all set. Wow. And for those of you that are, well, one, there's a squeaky wheel happening here. You're, you're mm -hmm. listening to this conversation because there's something going on. You've attracted it. So why not jump on the conversation, get a healing, get some education, do your own due diligence. Audience, you know this about me. You know, take what resonates and leave the rest. However, if there is a squeaky wheel, if you get a little perturbed, a little irritated or a little zing, jump in because there's something inside of you saying I needed to hear more, learn more. Right, Brent? That's right. <laughs> and it's the easiest thing in the world to blow it off. Oh, no. Right. But yeah, if I hadn't showed up for Terry and later Carl, yep. I never would have gotten all the blessings in my life. Uh, so blessings if you, if you want to change your life, I'm going to make it really easy. Awakeningdynamics.com. Click the button, <clears throat> free live webinar. There you go. All right, live healathon, the webinar. And Brent Michael Phillips is going to take you there, awakeningdynamics.com. For all of those listening, I'm going to post everything on the website. Social media will get you all taken care of so you can get that link live. Again, it's awakening, awakeningdynamics.com. Brent, thank you so much for joining us. For those of you, we will for those of you listening, and we're going to see you next week. I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. And until we see you again, each of you are a gift. Get out there and share yourself with the world. If you like the show, help more people find us by adding your review of the show on iTunes. The more reviews we get, the more people we can reach with this inspiring message on the Gratitude Cafe. Simply search for Gratitude Cafe in iTunes, hit subscribe, and add your honest review. It would help us immensely and will be forever grateful. It's one of the best ways you can give back to the show with your review. Thanks for tuning in to the Gratitude Cafe.
Don't forget, every week is a new show, and you could submit your questions at sulonquist.com forward slash gratitude cafe. The show goes live at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time in Seattle on Seattle's Alternative Talk AM 1150. You can also call in to the show at 425-373-5527 or 888-298-5569. Find the live streaming link at sulonquist.com forward slash gratitude cafe. We'll see you next week.